0: Today's event is due to, is in remembrance of
1: uh, His Holiness Bhakti Charaswami, somebody who has guided us, who has given us a lot of time, a lot of uh, sweet memories. Um, And so we decided that on his uh, passing to hold a uh, memorial, a time where we can all remember him, a time where we can reminisce all the the love that he's given us. Um, I wanted to say thank you to everyone that's joined, and also thank you to those that have agreed to speak. There have been so many people that we wanted to ask uh, to speak, however, due to time limitations, uh, we couldn't have everybody speaking uh, for a long period of time. P- each person will speak roughly for around five minutes. Um, and I know there will. there's a lot of people that may want to speak afterwards, and. Uh, like I said, just due to time limitations, we won't be able to have everybody. Um, uh, so to uh, just introduce not each every uh, person individually, but the people that will be speaking are those that were involved uh, with the uh, in the pioneering stages of Pandavasena, right at the beginning of when Pandavasena first started. Um, so those that are that are speaking are people that have been. Um, people that I've definitely looked up to right from the very beginning uh, so please thank you so much for letting me host thank you Pandavasena for letting me host uh, this lovely uh, memorial service and I, if I hand over to Krishna Govinda Prabhu if he's here to uh, start with a, a short prayer called the Mangala Charan uh, if he could unmute himself.
0: I'm uh, Can
2: you hear me? Yes. Okay. Sure. Thank you very much. Um My basis to everyone, please accept my basis. And they hum, she grew, she uttered by the Kamala, she grew, raised up up shah. She rubbed up Sagarta, Tom Sagana, Raghur, Tom Tom Siva. Sadway Tom Savadutam, Padisha, Nasa, Tom Krishna, Krishna Padan Sagana, Larita, she wished Krishna, Karuna Sindhu, Dina, Banuja Gopishwara Gopika Kata Radha Kata Namo Sute Taptakathana Gaurangye Rade Vrindavaneshwari Vishabana Sute Devi Pana Mami Haripye Mancha Kalpa Tarubhya Shaka Siddhavya Evacha Patithana Bhavadivya Vaisna Vedo Namo Namaha Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishnaya Bhutare Seemate Bhakti Swami Swamitin Sikta Jeta Supranita Pagmi Mata Rasa Pratam Abhupadha Gata Prane Nami Patsitra Upadam Namo Vishta Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swami Hiti Namine Namaste San Swati Devam Dhodavani Prichardhi Nirveshishas Srinivadi Prichardhi Satayne Kaisa Kushta Jaitanya Pravonisyananda Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. Thank you very much for allowing me to speak. I know there's so many wonderful activities that we can talk about in our memories with this uh, old and expected with, holiness, church, Guru, Guru Maharaj, with As many of you know, uh, Padmavatina started in 1994. But it wasn't until 1995 that Kourmaj was very influential with the pandavasena activities. and he was participating in many of the programs that pandavasena organized, like New Year's resolution program in 95, 96, and then the following subsequent years. And also we introduced the jamming programs every fortnightly. That started in Harrow and, of course, later on in other places, Wembley, East London, Ironic Christian Temple in uh, South Street, well. So many uh, personal persons of uh, Guru March I had in relation to Pandavasena, but I was hoping if it's possible I could speak five specific instructions that Guru March had actually given to Pandavasena members. Um, can you hear me okay, Yashimati Priya? Okay, I've just been told somebody can't hear me. I'll speak a bit louder.
0: Um,
2: the five instructions are. The, the first one is to always remember Sharp bad, and to always remain loyal within its con. Many of the devotees who got initiated by, by the george Army would know that uh, the fifth vow he would use to make was to stay loyal within its con and remain sheltered within its con itself. And this is very important because as we progress in our spiritual life, there are times when we do face challenges, and then there are chances that uh, we may possibly. From Australia, especially live, And that was the situation in the early days of ESCON. And certainly it did happen to a few members of Bandavasena in the early days, who drifted away, to, unfortunately, to a different organization. So it's so nice to see, say, from, the, from 1994, I would say the devotees who participated in the campaign for Saving the Temple, from that, I would say about 20% have actually taken that initiative of uh, initiation. Whether from Bhakti Maharaj, or uh, His Holiness Shivaram Swami or His Holiness uh, Bhadana Swami and many wonderful uh, spiritual leaders. The second instruction is to always have a spiritual leader. Uh, Guru Maharaj would always emphasize about the importance about having a spiritual leader. Many times uh, he wouldn't emphasize about himself as a spiritual leader, but of course, Shilapalpat. The importance was that he was mentioning to the authority, uh, authority from the DBC, the local DBC, temple president, the temple commander, and they even mentioned about the Akhtar leader. And within Pandavasena, it's so nice to see the, the PS mentorship group, and you have different leaders and organizing the different activities within Pandavasena. And Guru Mahesh would be very, very pleased with this because I know when you have your own children, they don't always listen to you. But Radhika and Pralad my my own children who've grown up in Panathina, you know, they're happy to listen to their mentors. And it's really good that Panathina are organising this wonderful uh, mentorship group and having mentorship uh, retreats as well to allow the younger generation to cultivate a kind of special uh, society within Eskron itself. Uh, one of the important things that Guru my always uh, showed, you know, to everybody was get love, care and compassion it was the emblem of, um, you know, care and compassion to everyone, depending on uh, no matter who you are, what age you are, what your background was, whether you are male or female. And I was very fortunate because in the early days, as I was involved with was the program, we used to arrange a lot of programs with the uh, Girl We used to invite him to the Diamond Program, which he would come. Uh, Even though he had a busy schedule, he may be only here for three, four days. And then also I invited him to Christian Club to speak to all the children and the uh, parents of Christian Club. Uh, And also to we organized a lot of uh, children's hunger as well. The importance of that love and care and affection are shown by the way he gave gifts to everybody as well. You know, he would never sort of leave uh, anyone empty-handed. He would always give a... Fine gift to everybody. He would always ask for everybody's you know, well being, Krishna consciousness, and the material life. What are they studying? And he would always remember everybody as well. So he, he was very, very thoughtful, never sort of uh, wanting anything out of anybody, but always willing to give to everybody so nicely. And the fourth instruction was quite an important one, although he may have not specifically said it to a Progress, but certainly outside classes, he mention about preaching to the Westerners. As we know, when Papa went to the West in 1965, he specifically started a Christian consciousness with the uh, Westerners. He called them the uh, white dancing elephants, And it's important that uh, we cultivate to the Westerners uh, because it's not just like a, an Indian organization so, And uh, as Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu mentions in the Chaitanya Jaitanya, one who has taken his birth in the land of India, part of Russia, should make his life successful and work for the benefit of all people. And he emphasized for the Indian community to be very successful, successful spiritually in our lives and to preach this, which preach this to everyone. And, and Guru Maharaj would be so extremely pleased with Pandavasena because you see many of the programs Pandavasena organize, the different activities, the day retreats virtual retreats, um, away, uh, open evenings, the KC programs. And it's not just the Indian community, there's a whole variety of cultured uh, or different people of all nationalities that participate in these activities. And this is exactly what would be pleasing to Shilpapad, and it's certainly pleasing to Guru So thank you so much for the leaders within Padmasina, arranging us an environment where critical consciousness can be preached to everybody and not just within the, community. Um, The fifth instruction is, you know, we all love kirtans, you know, that is the basis of our philosophy, kahavanam kirtanam. And in those early days of 95, 96, Burmaj would do so many extensive kirtans and that would go on for hours and hours, especially after the campaign was won. And uh, those of you remember that Burmaj would specifically take the mic and pass the mic to each person individually to Recite the holy name, you know, and everybody would be dancing in unison, chanting, no matter who you are, whether you are young or old, whether you can sing or not sing like me, but we would all sing Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Um, and it's so nice within Pandavasena, once again, they've organized so many wonderful uh, programs, specifically based on uh, Kirtan itself. So, you know, you have the you have Kirtan Mala programs, you have the retreats and fair programs, which is really nice. And Guru would be very pleased with that as well. Just quickly finish off with a lovely letter by Guru which was written the of June 1996. And this has shown another example of Guru scale. care. Although he was unwell, we arranged a card to be signed up. I think, I believe it was at Nilamani's house program, we wished Guru uh, well-being for his health, which was quite poorly at the time. And he replied it individually to every Panavacina member. So this is a very important instruction to each Panavacina member. Now, the past, the future, it's like a legacy for the Panavacina. So how are your, this is Krumar, writing in the letter, how are your Panavacina activities going on? Always remember that you have a very important mission to accomplish. You have to become a soldier now fight uh, to fight against the evil forces of this world. You're a soldier in Krishna's army. Therefore, your victory is guaranteed. Even if you have to fight alone against the entire world, still you will win because Krishna is with you. Thank you. And I believe Prajumna Prabhu is speaking next. Yes, thank you so much, um, Krishna Govinda Prabhu.
1: For uh, reminding us of those instructions that Bhakti Charamaraj gave us. Uh, Like you rightly said, Prajumana Prabhu will be speaking next. Uh, Prajumana Prabhu, if you could unmute yourself.
3: Hare Krishna.
0: Hare Krishna. Can you hear me? Hare Krishna. There we go. Hare Krishna, can you hear me? Oh, can you hear?
3: Yep, yeah, we, we can hear you. Okay. I'd like to offer my obeisances to His Holiness Bhakti Churamaraj and my obeisances to everyone who's gathered here today. Banchakalpatarubyas <laughs> cha gripa sindhu bhiye bhaja. Bhakti Bhavane, pavane bhiyo, vishnabhiye namo namaha. His Holiness, Bhakti Chura was, um, was for me in the early phase of Pandavasena. Um, the one person that really picked us up. Um, he picked us up and he really gave himself to the group, the small group at that time. And one thing that, I, that really stood out for me that in, when he was with the group, he was very youthful in the joy and excitement that he demonstrated with the PS. And that was very prevalent, especially in his kirtans with the PS. His kirtans would have, um, they would have a very specific tempo. They were, there was a certain pulse and a heartbeat about those kirtans that it just resonated with every young person uh, that was present with Maharaj in, in those kirtans. In 1995, just ahead of um, our New Year's Eve event, we had we had a program with Maharaj, and um, at Neelamani's house, I believe. And at that program, Maharaj revealed that he had made badges for everyone. He had made a Pandavasena uh, badge, and um, he. He then invited everyone uh, to give out those badges very specifically. And you know, he had this beautiful smile as he was giving out those badges to every, uh, every, every person uh, who was present for that program. And then after everybody received uh, their badge, he, he stood up and he held up a badge and he held up a badge in the air. And he said, uh, now this badge this badge goes to the best of all Pandavasenas. And we all just sat there looking up at him in awe, his beautiful smile. And it was actually more than a smile. It was an emanation of his love. And with that love, he declared that this badge goes to Srila Prabhupada. And you know he walked over to the altar and he, and he, and he offered that badge. Uh, to Śrīla Prabhupāda and for myself as I observed that and I reflected on that moment um, It was a very special moment for me What Maharaj did in that exchange was he He connected us he offered us to Śrīla Prabhupāda and that defined us even more it gave us more energy deeper meaning it offered a certain protection and shelter because Maharaj himself was doing this and as a group we were already um, um, ready to take on anything for the mission and that moment with what Maharaj did, uh, it just confirmed that for us. He endorsed, he endorsed go and do something for Srila Prabhupada and we, we just felt so energized and protected. Uh, by Maharaj. Maharaj was truly a well-wisher of the PS. And um, this word, this phrase, well-wisher, has been um, coming up quite a lot as we as we glorify and remember uh, Maharaj. And as I think about, you know, my own thoughts on this word, um, words like encouraging, desiring our happiness and our success, They define well-wisher. However, when we we find how this word appears in the Bhagavad Gita, it really illuminates a deeper appreciation for Maharaj. For example, in Chapter 1 of Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna uses this word, well-wishers, my well-wishers have gathered. And when we look at the Sanskrit word for well-wisher, Arjuna uses the word Shurida, and later in the Bhagavad Gita, at the end of chapter, twi- uh, chapter five, Krishna uses this word, shurida, where Krishna says shuridam sarva bhutanam, the well, that he is the well-wishing friend of everyone. Now, what's significant here is that shurida means intimate friend. Rid means heart and Maharaj lived from his heart. And in his ins- interactions with us, uh, he touched our hearts. He invested his heart in each and every one of the pandavasena, and that gave us shelter. That gave us strength. That gave us courage. And today, as we, um, as I see, not only the ps, but specifically uh, the pandavasena with whom I had a very very close relationship in the period of. 94, 95, 96. And as I see those devotees in whom Maharaj invested himself, as I see their service and appreciate their service, appreciate their spirit, I want to pray for each and every one of them, each and every one of you, that we be protected uh, with the spirit of Maharaj. And as a continuation of Maharaj's love for Pandavasena, let us live the blessing that he has given us as an expression of our gratitude unto his lotus feet. Thank you all, Hare Krishna, His Holiness, Bhaktichira March Kijain.
1: Hare Krishna, thank you so much Prajima Prabhu for that uh, lovely memory. Um, moving on to Dittimath- uh, sorry, Ajay Prabhu. Ajay, if you are there, if you could uh, unmute yourself.
0: Hare krishna
4: um you can hear me excellent uh first of all uh similar obeisances to all the exalted vaishnavas that are on this call um thank you to the two speakers who spoke first all, i'd like to congratulate you because um you both spoke about what i was going to speak about so i'm a bit lost of what i was about to say um no i'm not um it was beautiful um, i'm going to speak about really my first interaction with Bhakti Chara um, and it was via a letter. So on the 25th of September 1995, I received the letter on behalf of Pandavasena at the time. And this is how it reads. Dear Rajay, please accept my best wishes. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. I, re- I am in receipt of your letter and pamphlet for your New Year's program in glorification of Srila Prabhupada. I'm very happy to know how the youth of London are working so sincerely to help Srila Prabhupada ISKCON by campaigning for Bhaktivedanta Tamana and doing so much to glorify Srila Prabhupada for his centennial. Your example is exemplary. Thank you very much for inviting me to participate in your programme on the 31st of December. My initial reaction was to say, sorry, I won't a- be able to come. However, I was so touched by your letter that I will positively try to come. I'm not 100% sure as yet, but I will try my best to come. I'm sure your program will be a grand success. Please convey my best wishes to all the devotees of Pandavasena. I hope this meets you well and blissfully engaged in Krishna's service. Yours in the service of Krishna, Srila um, So that really sort of started my sort of first connection. Um, I think I remember some devotees had been to see Maharaj in Radha Desh and they came back and they were like, Aj, what did you write in that letter? And I I, I couldn't remember what I wrote in the letter. I think it was something Pranjumna and I uh, put together. And we, at that point in those days, we faxed it, I think, to all the members of the GVC, because in those days we didn't have emails. It was all about faxes. So we sent it via fax, and then I was getting all these letters through. But what that letter did, it, it created a spark. It created a spark and it also created a reality that we were on a journey to, to, to glorify Krishna's greatest devotee, Srila Prabhupada. And his disciples were encouraging us to do it, to push ourselves, to take ourselves out of the box, to try that a little bit further. Because in a few weeks, we were about to do, you could say in Europe, uh, we were about to do the first event of the centennial. It was on 31st December 1995. It would be the first event within our time zone that would happen. Um, and we were just young boys and girls uh, with a, a crazy brahmachari in front of us telling us what to do and having the encouragement of Sh- Dharma Prabhu and Prana to just keep pushing on. So really that started that. Um, we had the program. It was, I'm sure there'll be other devotees going to talk about their experiences on it. It was yeah it was you could say in one sense it's almost life-changing for some of us to to know that we could do that for me um personally the letter was a bit of an ego massage but at the same time there was something really special about it and when I did finally meet Maraj three days before that program um yeah it, it's one of those sort of moments that I'm sure we all have with when you meet somebody who you may have just been corresponding via letters and then you meet them in person and when when Marad first spoke to me, it was a very special moment. From that, 1996 became an opportunity of service for Maharaj, for me to be able to serve Maharaj. We did the Kirtan on the Thames, we did the Abhay Choran video. So with the video, with the Abhay video, there was a leaflet that had to be designed, and somehow I was doing all the flyers, and um, we created a video. We created a leaflet that looked like a VHS. Cassette. You probably, some of you may not know what I'm talking about here. So these are videos before DVDs, before Netflix. Um, <laughs> and it was a bulky video, and it was a leaflet, but we turned it into a cassette. And uh, I remember I used to work at the Evening Standard and we had some spelling mistakes. And it's eight o'clock in the evening, and on the phones on the house phone because we didn't have mobiles. And he's like, the spelling mistake, is coming tomorrow, sort it out, design it. And I'm like, okay, so I went. I, went, I got on the tube, went down to Kensington, went into the office, and I walked into the editorial floor and they're all preparing for the, the daily morning uh, newspapers. And I'm quietly sitting there, go to my Mac, quickly switch it on, and again, one of the editor walks in and said, hey, what are you doing here? You don't start till 7 a.m. in the morning. And I said, yeah, I couldn't sleep. And I quickly did this, got it all ready, did all the spelling mistakes, and then put it on this big chunky drive called the SideQuest Drive and which weighs a tonne for about one megabyte file and then we sent it to print so Maharaj really gave me so many opportunities to a service um and uh we i was able to um do so many things and i really remember those times they were really special obviously i'd always see Maharaj throughout the years and Maharaj would always come and say how are you how's your family he always remembered you he always remembered you the people that offered some sort of service, no big or small, and that's always been sweet. Um, those letters that I have from Maharaj, uh, our treasure, I probably spent the last week reading that one about four or five times. It was wonderful, Maharaj really encouraged us and uh, we've got a legacy to uh, uphold and I'm sure we'll continue to do that in the best way. So, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, thank you so much for
1: uh, bringing a smile to all of our faces and, and- telling us that lovely pastime um up next is Dipti Mathi radhika mataji
0: if she's there if she could unmute herself Dipti uh, Mataji, I can see that you're online. Uh,
1: just going to ask you to unmute and start your video as well.
0: That might help with the technical side of it. Uh, we uh, We can't hear you, we can see you though.
5: Yes you might have to be invited to unmute if you've muted I everybody. have,
0: yeah, I have invited to. Is that... Uh, if you're if you're on your phone uh it's just in the bottom left corner where you can unmute No um. Okay, so what I'm going to do just
1: just so that uh we can while uh Diptimati Radhika Mataji just um tries to figure out how to unmute herself, um what I will do is I will show you a short video of uh Bhakti Chaumaraj in his last lecture. Um when uh he was speaking to uh Bhakti Tirta Swami's um when he was speaking to Bhakti Tirta Swami's uh disciples on his on Maraj's uh, disappearance day. And he said a, a few things that really resonated with a lot of us. So I thought we could show that, uh, just a short clip, just a few snippets from that uh, lecture that he did online, which was very sweet. And then hopefully Dipti Mathi, Radhika Mataji's uh, mute, um, will be able to
0: unmute herself.
6: Krishna sees that the living entity has become sincere, then he actually sends the spiritual master, the spiritual master who is present, who is going to guide him individually, guide him like a concerned, well-wishing teacher and and that process mm, is established, poor process is presented. Mm, and by following that process, we actually make spiritual advancement. Spiritual master is never away. and that is a very, very important consideration like <clears throat> we have noticed when... The spiritual master is present on the planet, some individuals, some disciples become very, very enthusiastic in serving Him, completely committed to Him. But then we see when the spiritual master disappears, they actually drift away. And that is actually a very unfortunate, unfortunate thing to happen. I mean, this, but it's a reality. Like, if you consider Srila Prabhupada had about 10,000 followers, about 6,000 initiated disciples. But today, when you look at Iskon, where are they? Just a handful of them are actually here. And this is an unfortunate state of affair. And This we have to overcome. And the way to do that is by proper association. We have to remind each other. If we leave it up to individual to probe and uh, tread the path, it'll be difficult. And especially when this material nature is so strong the allurement of the material nature is so strong, we tend to get carried away through this illusory energy of the Lord. And these are the challenges that we have to... He reasons ill who thinks that Vaishnava is. Uh, Vaishnava continues to live through his Bani and through his commitment to Krishna consciousness
1: so that was just a short video to, uh, of Bhakti Chara Maharaj in his last lecture reminding us that a spiritual master is never gone and a, a small instruction for us all to uh, take on uh, hopefully Dipti Radhika I'm hoping you're able to unmute now And yeah, yeah, brilliant. I'm sorry about that. We had a few technical issues
0: on my phone. So my apologies. Okay. Uh, Please accept my humble obeisances everyone. Uh, My obeisances
7: to my Guru Maharaj and Srila Prabhupada. Um, So I wasn't quite sure what to say, um, but I think I could only think what to say that was in my heart and mind over the last few days. And I was taken back to many years ago when I first actually can remember meeting Maharaj. And that was when I was very, very young, actually sitting on my father's knee in my home when Guru Maharaj had come to do a house program. And I was falling asleep um, on my dad's knee and uh, Maharaj was looking at me, just smiling. And I think I had a full on nap. (laughs) Obviously, as I grew up, I couldn't have got away with that. But as a child, he was just so kind. It was just, I, I just can't quite explain and find the right words, but he was very, very kind. And from that moment, really, he was always like a father to me. So my dad and him always had this thing where he would say, she's your daughter, and then Maharaj would say, no, no, she's your daughter. So up to the time I got initiated on that day, actually, my father said, she's now officially your daughter. So it was just such an amazing time, actually, when I think back and, you know, I really am quite speechless of how to explain how I feel about that, because it is very, very special indeed. over the many years, you know, as I grew up and we started kind Sena of and Maharaj, you know, I used to see him and uh, I remember one memory I'd like to share is I was running through the corridor, as you do, um, in the black t-shirt and Hanuman flag and the cap and the whole thing, feeling extremely passionate about, you know, a hunger strike or something, who knows what we were planning at the time and Maharaj actually stopped me because I actually didn't really see him because I was in such a rush and uh, Maharaj stopped me and says, where are you going <laughs> and I remember saying oh you know we're doing this this and I was trying to explain what we were doing and I think it was very new kind of saying we just started and Maharaj said so are you now a warrior and I thought yeah maybe <laughs> and I said to Maharaj yeah I think Maharaj maybe I am and he says yes you are but remember one thing, you are only a warrior for Srila Prabhupada and Krishna and you will 100% be victorious. And I remember you and I asking him because I was actually really upset because the man was obviously my home. And we grew up there. So it was very, very sad for us to think that we might not be able to go. And Maharaj said that I can guarantee 100% you'll be successful. You just keep doing what you have to do. But remember that, you know, Srila Prabhupada and Radha Gokulananda and Sitaramrakshana and they are the ones who are guiding you and helping you and that it's not you doing it. So that was a really nice lesson for me throughout life. And as life went on, you know, life has its ups downs, sideways and everywhere else. Maharaj was always that very, very, very strong person in my life. And I was actually reading over some of his emails, which I'm assuming we're all doing right now. And I saw that there was a distinct pattern throughout his emails. And I would just like to share that with you. And it was that whatever happens, it is happening for your ultimate spiritual benefit. Be fearless and be a good devotee. And actually when I read through all the emails that he sent, they are all have that line somewhere embedded in there. And I have always tried in my own little way to try and live by that, that there are so many things that may happen, but you know to to see it as your ultimate spiritual benefit has actually been a real gift for me personally um, so yeah i i i'm just i can't actually believe he's not here it's not probably sunk in like most of us. But at the same time, I think it has personally given me even more fire of enthusiasm to try and live the life that actually he would want me to And I always used to say to Maharaj, what service can I do? I don't really know what I should do um, because I'm a little background sometimes. And he said, your job, you know, preach through your job, uh, serve serve the devotees, serve your deities, which he knew I liked to do. And he said, but your number one priority is Radharani, your daughter. You must look after her first. So um it was just a really wonderful, wonderful time, I think I've had in the association of association of Guru Maharaj, not just personally, but just at a distance. And most certainly, I think uh whoever's spoken previously has said. So many amazing things, and it brings me back to the memories from Pandocelllade days. The encouragement and the love and the support he gave us was just absolutely phenomenal, really, really phenomenal, and it is just so ingrained in my heart that I just pray and hope that we can give the same back to the next generation down who are already doing such a wonderful job and making everyone so proud. So, It is with a lot of gratitude
1: that I said those few words today. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for sharing those memories with us. Is Sri Radha Raman Prabhu there to unmute himself and share his memories?
8: Hare Krishna, can you hear me?
1: Hare Krishna, yes.
8: Great, thank you very much. So I'm going to use uh, the phone that Bhakti Swami very kindly gave me as a gift to time myself. And it's something which um, I remember very fondly. Um, this year has been a very interesting year. I'm gonna use the word sponsor rather than guru. Um, this year, I lost two of my sponsors. First, obviously, His Grace, Shruti Dhamma Prabhu, and secondly, Bhakti Swami I first met Bhakti Swami in 1994. And it's very interesting, uh, Prajumna Ajay Prabhu would know this, um, when there was discussion about the five projects and what project they should give to this boy from East London that seems to be very fiery and just very challenging, they decided to give it the obvious project, which was Project BEAM. And Project BEAM was a project that was really a missionary one. And it's very interesting, up to today, I would say I'm probably still following as the leader of Project BEAM. And I tried to describe some of those Maharaj, for me, um, he raised me in Krishna Consciousness 26 years. And I think the success of my relationship with Maharaj was that wherever I would go, people would be confused. They would not know who is my Diksha Guru. That is how I treated him. And more than a Guru, actually, he was my master. And what I found is that over the past 26 years, he would regularly take me through different moods purely understanding what my natural propensities are and the various skills that he felt I should utilize to help him assist Prabhupada in spreading Krishna consciousness. And one of the first things he said to me, I remember this very clearly, he said to me, don't be idle, don't be lazy, always be innovative, keep yourself challenged. And once you create a comfort zone, leave it. And it's very interesting because Maharaj did that exact same step to end his leader. He left his comfort zone and he went straight to the battlefield, just like Pishma, carrying Krishna with him at all times and all moments. And this uh, mood um, then took me clearly into forming various services for the center. I was in the center from 1994 to the year 2000. And some of those who were uh, partnering with me on this particular project, Maharaj directly asked me that along with trying to preach our philosophy to the youth, do the same to adults as well. Because in doing so, you then enhance your understanding of Krishna consciousness. You become a much more better preacher. And then he said, no, go and preach to the community. So as 15, 16 year olds, we would go to various temples. We would actually host community programs, not only youth programs. And in this way, Mahaj regularly would guide and uh, direct our various activities. After a few years of doing temple preaching, I mean, temple preaching as an outsider's content temple preaching and youth preaching, he then uh, installed a different mood. And he said to me, I now want you to become a scholar. And I said, Look, I don't really know much about scripture and Sanskrit. And he said to me something very interesting. He said to me that, do you know, I learned Sanskrit by reading Bhagavad Gita. Give it a go. And two years later, I said to Marge, it worked. I learned Sanskrit in the exact same way that Maharaj learned Sanskrit through reading Prabhupada's books. And Maharaj said that is why he transliterated the words into English, not just for fashion or, for, or to demonstrate his expertise. It was actually so that his devotees can learn the language. And um, one of the other projects that Maharaj gave me was he let me to write books. And I think Ajay Prajina, you'll remember, Dina Krishna, in the year 2000, we published our first ever Pandav a Sanskrit book which was the Ved Amrit Vindavaha, wherein we um, extracted very esoteric and unknown verses from the scriptures to prove that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the incarnation of Godhead. And also how ISKCON is being predicted in scripture. And no doubt, like Shruti Prabhupada would say, and Bhakti Chahasarim would say, they want to create an ISKCON and there is an ISKCON in the spiritual world. So that, t- that type of mood Mahaj kept installing in me. And it was something that I'm always so very grateful for. There came a time where he said to me that as the um, Avanti schools start creating their um, institutions and they start having deities, we need some priests, some Brahmins to form the ceremonies. So then he encouraged me to go and learn archana. And you know, again, I said to him, you know, again, I'm just a Western born Indian, I don't really know about all these rituals. And he said to me, do you know what, you learned this in your previous life. So if you start this, you pick it up very quickly. Again, I had no belief in him. One year later, I said to wife, well, it seems like it came very natural. And again, it was something that I felt constantly. He was very directly guiding me. And then having, um, actually, I have to admit that one of the most uh, beautiful times in my archana worship of swami and I felt very privileged for him many times to call me his Brahmin. And it was something that resonates in my ears whenever I think of him. And it's something that I hold so proud and dear to me that I was able to form that service for him. Some of you may know, but you would know in 2013, Mahaj was so excited when we attempted to create fire for mantra. And that moment in that tent in 2013, when myself and our team churned the Arami mantra and Aghiri manifested, you might remember, he went, jay. He was the only person out of 500 people who became so excited that his disciples, his devotees, his followers did what Prabhupada said in the books. And these are some of the moments that I felt so privileged to have had that direction, guidance from him, and also clearly uh, the offering to him as well. Many years went by, and um, just like Krishna Govinda Prabhu said, that Maharaj then wanted us to do corporate preaching. And in fact, in um, 2011, my corporate preaching that I began was because he initiated that in my heart. And he said to me that, you know, we need to reach out to people just even outside that come to the temples. And we need intelligent people, we need CEOs, we need lawyers, we need bankers, we need government officials, we need prime ministers. It is not just about the common person. KC is for everybody. And if you don't do it, it's not gonna happen if you just sit down in a temple in a comfort zone. It will not happen. Maharaj is very heavy and very direct that this is what Prabhupada wanted. So Maharaj very clearly guided how we should do these programs. And nobody said, never compromise. Repeat what Krishna says, don't plagiarize. Directly repeat and you see what happens. It's a science which existed for thousands of years and it's already in everyone's heart. Just bring it out. And it was such a privilege to then start that. And again, it was something that I had no idea how to do. No one done it, but Maharaj knew how to initiate new projects. He was innovative, he was creative. He never stuck in his comfort zone. And that is something which I would see regularly in his own lifestyle, and um, with Maharaj, I had the fortune, uh, like you mentioned, when emails did come around. The two emails that I'm always and I remember is the first email that I wrote to him, which was about me taking initiation from Radhanath Swami and how he very clearly explained to me that actually Guru is one, whether it's Radhanath Swami or himself, and then from his blessings I took my initiation, and he always reminded me that I'm also your spiritual master and I treated him just like my dearest spiritual master. And my last email was on the 31st of March, 2020 where having gone to Africa, South Africa with Maharaj and he was so eager that some of us should actually become influential in society. He gave me a new mission and he said to me, why don't you become the CEO of HSBC? Why don't you go and lead an organization? Why don't you go and do something for society and bring them to Krishna? So on that 31st of March, Mahaj gave me his, um, uh, his joy. He expressed his joy of becoming a global managing director, delegate of the CEO at HSBC. And it's all through Mahaj's blessings that I've managed to progress in my career. once again, because of his direction. So I don't know what it means to not have Mahaj in my life. And I don't think any of us do. When you saw Mahaj come on a few moments ago, I'm sure you felt he's on this Zoom call and he's speaking to us. And the moment we think of him, he'll be accessible to us. It's very difficult to not have his physical presence, but like you said, Maharaj has very clear instructions on how we should preach this movement, how we should preach the message of his Guru Maharaj. And it's something that I would never forget to do. And I think Maharaj went through the same that all of us are going through today. And this I would like to end. When Prabhupada left, can you imagine the state of Bhakti Chahaswami, of Tamakrishna Maharaj, of Jayapartak Swami, They felt, how are people gonna come to Krishna consciousness? They had to step up. They had to decide that we're gonna bring that buzz back into ISKCON, the buzz that Prabhupada had when he walked into a temple and devotees became so enthusiastic, we will bring it back. And they did that, which is why we all felt the same buzz when Maharaj was present. We thought Prabhupada was there. We thought Bhaktisiddhanta was there. And with Maharaj's departure physically, my only meditation has been, how do we now recreate that buzz? How do I step up to assist him in creating that buzz? And I think that's a common goal that all of us will have today. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Hare Krishna.
1: Thank you so much, Sri Radha Raman Prabhu. Um, I'd like to invite Dina Krishna Prabhu to speak next.
9: Om Mirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Krishna um, I just wanted to say a few things uh, that a few instructions that I received uh, during the Sena days. Uh, once I, I went up to Guru Maharaj uh, with Sri Radharaman Prabhu, uh, this was at Sandipan's old house in South Southall and Guru Maharaj was given a program, then afterwards he was taking prasadam and I said to him that Maharaj, Guru Maharaj, we're looking after all these new people, we're looking after so many people but how do we keep them infused, um, you know, keep them motivated And he said, it all depends on purity. Purity is the force. And if you're not pure, they will see it and and they won't be infused. They won't listen to you. So basically the main thing when you're preaching or you're looking after people is your purity. Uh, Making sure that your consciousness is pure, making sure that you're chanting as purely as properly as as you can. And this will help um, infuse others. Otherwise, you won't be able to, they will seize it, you know, a farce that you're pulling, you're just pretending to guide, but you don't know how to. It all depends on purity. Um, he also told me there's three things that Prabhupada told him that, that a leader must have in ISKCON. To be a leader in ISKCON, Prabhupada told him that you need to have these three things. One is to be able to lead a kirtan. Two, to be able to give a class and three, to be able to cook. Guru Maharaj was expert in kirtan, expert in giving bhagatam, cc, Bhagavad gita any class, any different platform, any forum, an expert, the world's best at cooking. Out of all the sannyasis, you can see, Bhakti Somi was the best, you know. So he was expert at all three, kirtan, giving class, and uh, cooking. Uh, he made us feel valued. Now, I want to explain that. When you're 19 years old and you're in ISKCON, you're not really recognized, you're just a kid, you're a teenager. Yeah, and everyone that is recognized are the the big people, the big devotees, the ones who give money, the ones who do big projects. But when Bhakti Charles Swami would come to London, he made it a point in his schedule that one day he will spend with the Pandavas Yeah, For one day, out of his busy schedule, he would spend with us. Why? We're nobody. We're just youngsters, teenagers trying to chant Hare Krishna. But why? Because he could see that he had to invest time in the youth. And now look at the results. Look at all the great personalities that you see on this uh, forum. You know, look at the leaders that have come out of Pandavasena over that investment. Not only Bhakti Chao Somi, Radhanath Swami, and many other gurus gave their time and effort to us to train us to tell us exactly how to spread Krishna Consciousness and how to be Krishna Conscious at the same time. Um, there's, there's many things I can speak about, but time is short. But the last time I spoke to him was in uh, March. I had e- email correspondences, but this is how loving he is. He found out that I was being tested for Covid. Yeah. Um, because Manoha Krishna Prabhu, our God brother, was in hospital and Maharishi Prabhu, uh, disciple Radhna Swami, was in hospital and I went to visit them and so did Sutapa Prabhu and a few others and then we were told they had Covid because we didn't know at that time, the doctors didn't know so I had to be tested and I was having symptoms you know, some mild symptoms I told Guru Maharaj that I went to the hospital and this is what happened he called me up and he was very concerned and he and uh, he basically said i'm praying to krishna for your protection and thank god uh, I, I didn't get the covid and um, i wrote an email to him when i did get the news that i was negative and he was so thankful he was so thankful but that's the last conversation that i remember uh, hearing from him So, over the years, you know, it's been over 20 years, we're we're actually, in PS, we're the most fortunate generation. We're the most fortunate. I'm not talking about the new generation, I'm talking about the first generation from the 90s. Because we had access to all these great Prabhupada disciples that were on earth. And Bhakti Chaosomi is definitely one of them, who made us what we were, what we are now today, by His uh, presence by he coming to give us classes, by chastising us, by looking after us, just like a caring father and uncle figure. He gave us so much love, and he made us understand what it means to be a Prabhupada follower. So I'll just end with that. Thank you so much. And thank you, Sri Radharaman Prabhu, for organising this whole thing. Hare Krishna.
1: Thank you. I was about to say, I was going to say uh, a thank you to Shri Raman for Prabhu because I was told that you uh, very kindly no, no. got all the speakers together. So thank you so no, much. No, for no. Doing I, that. But I was going to say at the end, I'm so sorry, I didn't say it earlier.
8: No, no, I, I, actually it's Neelamani and Akash. Thank you for organising this. I just requested that it would be nice for me to spend time with uh, the devotees that have been created and nurtured by Bhakti Shah Maharaj and Neelamani and Akash and yourself and everybody else. That did so thank you. Thank you.
1: Uh, I'd like to invite Nilamani Matagi to speak.
10: And you, God, with you was there. You pass in the way of it. bio. Why should we the moon and Mars? And the cultivation of jai, the power jai. This wholeness swami Maharaj ki jai. So I'm just going to read a letter. Actually, Um it's been so wonderful hearing from all of you so far, and. uh it's quite an emotional experience. I, I'm gonna read um, a letter that Maharaj actually wrote uh, to Pandavasena in Hyderabad. He wrote it from Hyderabad on the 11th of January, 1998. To the Pandavasena, I'm sure many of you have a copy of this, hopefully, but I, I'm gonna read it. Please accept my best wishes, or glories to Shila Prabhupada. When Shila Prabhupada went to America, it was a glorious period for this world. The Western world, especially the youth, was sincerely seeking a positive alternative. In their naive way, they were trying to transcend the barrier of matter and reach the spiritual reality. Therefore, as soon as Srila Prabhupada went to America, thousands of youth responded to his call as if they were waiting for him. Due to their divine attraction to him, they gave up everything, including their bad habits, and surrendered themselves at his lotus feet. And Srila Prabhupada very expertly engaged them in Krishna's service. In order to fulfill the dreams of their spiritual master, young boys and girls set out to to far off lands. The Krishna consciousness movement started to spread in leaps and bounds and the world experienced the greatest miracle of all time. Although Srila Prabhupada has disappeared from our material vision and we are not able to see him, he's watching us from the spiritual sky, acknowledging our spiritual endeavors and rewarding our achievements. Needless to say, He's very happy to see how so many of you have responded to his call, accepted his teachings and dedicated yourselves to his divine mission. The New Year's Eve programme was an extremely wonderful experience for me. I'll always treasure it in my memory. Every aspect of that programme touched my heart and left a profound impression. I'm confident everyone present there that evening must have felt the same way and enriched themselves by that wonderful spiritual experience. The play, The Marketplace of the Holy Name brought tears to my eyes. It was so moving that I felt as if I was transported to another reality where I'd like to remain eternally. When the curtain opened, the backdrop so beautifully painted brought vivid memories of Mayapur. For that moment, it seemed as if the holy dhamma of Mayapur was suddenly unfolded in front of my eyes. Bhakti Nili's Bharatanatyam performance made me realise how talented a dancer she is, although she rarely gets time to practise. The English chorus was also very nice. I noticed many of you are very gifted singers. I feel fortunate that I have the opportunity to come close to you. At times I feel guilty that in spite of having the opportunity, I failed to avail it properly. Often I thought of doing so many things with you. But whenever I go to England my schedule is so tight that I'm hardly able to spend any time with you. The memory of the boat trip on the Thames is still so vivid in my memory and I can just transport myself to that time and place when I close my eyes and think about it. I wish that each time I go to London I can spend time with you all in such a way. I hate to sit on a big arson and give a lecture. It's very nice of you that you listen so attentively However, I wish I could be closer to you in a more informal atmosphere, like going on a boat trip or a picnic. I will positively try to make the time and take the initiative to organize something like that the next time I visit England. Thank you very much for doing so much for Srila Prabhupada. If there's anything I can do to serve you, please let me know. Your servant, Bhakti Churu Swami. So there are just a couple of things I wanted to highlight in this letter. You know, he talks about how the youth responded to Srila Prabhupada's call. Whenever Bhakti Chaitanya Swami would speak to us, quite often at least, he would really emphasize the fact that if there was going to be any change, it was going to be the young people that would make that change, and that is something that he really saw as being a huge asset in Pandavasena, that we had, even though we were a bit of a, you know mixed bag of people from you know different backgrounds and um, you know different conditionings and very unknown in terms of the you know, Hare Krishna movement. He saw that we had a lot of energy, a lot of time to give and that we really wanted to do something and he would encourage us, he would encourage us no end. Um, yeah, he, he loved the innovativeness of Pandavasena, which is still there. And as Sri Raman Prabhu said, which is also his own hallmark as a, a wonderful Vaishnav and pioneer in so many different uh, accomplishments that he has, you know, established and that will continue onwards, you know, um, as he would as he would like. Um, so yeah, these are just some thoughts. And I was also going to say that he was always very, very encouraging to all the ladies as well. I, I always felt, um, you know, and I'm sure I'm speaking for all the uh, Vaishnavis present or, or, or all of the Vaishnavis who've had experience of uh, Bhakti churiswamis Swami's preaching, his mood, his compassion, his humility, that um, he, really, he really saw the potential in each individual. He, he was very, per- he is very personal. And um, yeah, I just feel so grateful that we got to have that time with him in that early phase of um, Pandavasena, you know, starting up, etc., and that he continued to give his guidance. Thank you so much, Hare Krishna.
11: Thank you so much, Nilamani Mataji. I'd like to invite Bhuta Bhavna Prabhu to speak next. Thank you very much. yana sri True, Rupam Sagaja, Tom Sagana, and Tom Tom Sachiva. Sudway Tom Savadotum, Virgin of Satan, Chaitanya Devam. Sri rather, Krishna Padan Sagana, Lalita śrī Shakam the Hey, Krishna Karuna Sindu, Dina Bandu, Chigat Pate, Golpe, Kanta, Radha Kantan of the State Goraki, Radhe Vrindavan Shri, Krishna Banus, Devi Kranamami, every on chekapat Rabbias Chakripa Sindhu Biyavcha Padita Nam Bhavani Bhyo namaha Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhana Tyananda
5: Sriadvaita Gadada Dara Sri Vasani
11: Gorubatta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hari Hare Rama Havi Rama 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 Hare So yeah I just want to say thank you to the organizers for arranging this and um yeah, I was just feeling, you know, what to say at this time. That we're missing one of our most dear, wonderful, powerful, and very needed spiritual uncles at this time. And I also want to begin by sharing my condolences to all of his disciples. Well wishes. I mean, it's always a very a very difficult time. And um obviously this is a time where he would always ask us to come together as a family, to be there for one another, to support one another, and to really bring that family mood. I mean, in terms of my memories of marriage, the first thing that really comes to mind is exactly that. And there's so many conversations I had with Bhakti Charamaj and so much kindness care, encouragement, and support that he gave me, especially in um especially in moving forward and understanding more about the departure of my own spiritual master. I remember having a one-on-one conversation with him when he came to visit the UK. Um, I I believe it may have been rather nose house, but I'm not sure. And he was telling me that when the spiritual master is present, he told me this directly said he's a teacher he said but when he leaves he becomes the invigilator so he's he's watching to see how we've imbibed the things that he has taught us the things that he has personified that he has exemplified i've incredible very fond memories of his holiness charamaj and i'll say honestly since his physical departure we we have also we also pray to him every day because um, I see this this great example in Marge of very deep Vaishnava care, extraordinary like gentlemanly attitude, such a refined, regal, aristocratic person and just incredibly compassionate, caring, loving and, and I'll be honest when I, when I look at his image, when I look at his him speaking and videos, you could also see he was a very blissful person, actually. He was a very blissful person. You could really get that sense, which is obviously a sign of his incredible attainment in Krishna consciousness. Um, a few years ago, many years ago, actually, and myself and also Yajin was there, Yajin Govindia, but He was a very young boy at the time. We got the, the opportunity to travel with Maharaj in Europe. So he invited us. So we were going to different countries in Europe, Germany, Switzerland and so on and he was doing different programs and I felt like it felt like a spiritual uncle had taken us under his wing it was it was really wonderful and also at the same time it was very it was a very maturing experience because he spoke very very openly authentically and just revealing so many things about how Krishna consciousness works how we, we deal with the community of devotees and how to help everyone to, to progress. So I was just in awe of his example, in awe of the loving exchanges that he was constantly involved in, and also his incredible um, Vaishnav etiquette and example, which I feel was so powerful because it brings everyone together. And, and at this time, more than ever, we really need that type of community where everyone comes together and has that loving mood of friendship and care um yeah so it's a huge loss and I remember also with being with him when my own spiritual master was leaving I walked with him from where he was staying to the temple in Gita Nagari and we were speaking and again he showed so much love care and concern and um I guess all you can say at this time is we miss him Dare I say, it? at the same time, I really feel that his mercy and his blessings will be there even more in the future than it has been in the past. If we are able to remain loyal to his teachings, his example, and to continue to reach out for his care, his mercy, which we all need, severely need. I know that I need it. And to reach out for his blessings. So it's a great loss for us all and we should be mourning you know, an exalted personality has left the, this world, this world. But we hope that we may meet him again at some time in the future. to anyway, so
12: Thank
1: you so much, Bhuta Bhavna Prabhu. I'd like to invite Chiti Shakti
0: Mataji to speak next.
5: Um, so, thank you so much to the organizers for organizing this. Um, I think we could speak for hours about Maharaj and not cover enough to glorify the kind of personality he, he was um, and is. Those of you who are, you know, today's Band of Senna, who maybe didn't have oh, so much interaction with Pakhti Chere I hope that what we share today inspires you to read his book, to hear his classes, because, like Peter Pavna was saying, you know, he's very much accessible, perhaps in many ways more than he was before. And uh, I've been, we've been asked to share our pastimes with him and memories of him through Band of Senna. Oh, experiences of him in Band of Sena but you know he was somebody who was so personal he stayed with you through your whole life and actually my relationship with him got much more deep and close uh, around the time that Dharata like, Maharaj was leaving because he was so involved um, as an uncle that he felt like a second father. I mean I was just thinking hearing everybody speak and before we came on there were I didn't do this on purpose, it just came together like this. There are just some qualities that really come to mind when I think of him. Um, When they all happened to begin with P, he was very personal. At the same time, he was pioneering. And it's very hard to find people who are personal and pioneering. Because when Vaishnavas are very pioneering, we commonly see that they may struggle with the personal side. But you know, like uh, Dina Krishna Prabhu was saying, there was Maharaja's purity. And it's his purity that brought together the, the personal side and the pioneering side. You know, he, for me, he was Pandafsana. There is, you know, Pandafsana is a family and no family is complete without a father. He was the first um, exalted personality that I met. Um, and Sena came alive for me, well, after I met him, I really understood what Sana was about after meeting him. And he was like, you know, the personal side, just some examples. He, From the moment he met you, he would remember your name. He would remember your birthday. And this wasn't just on the first time he met you or for the first few years. I saw it with myself. I saw it with so many other devotees. He would give gifts and remember their birthday. You know, and his um, pioneering nature, he, he wasn't somebody who felt that the pioneering days were reserved for Srila Prabhupada's disciples or the 70s or the 80s. If you had a talent, use it to serve Krishna. It didn't matter what your talent was. And he would always tell us, you know, you are a high—we follow a high class philosophy. So we dress like high class people need to represent um, Krishna and Srila Prabhupada really nicely. And uh, I've been told I have like one minute left. So the, on, the, on the purity side, you know, his purity drove the pioneering mood and the personal mood. But the thing with his purity was he was also always very pleasant, very pleasant. I've never seen anyone be so heavy with such pleasing words. He never raised his voice. He did not uh, use harsh words, but he would, because of his purity, when he was heavy, he would still be pleasant and it was really really powerful he was just really expert guiding us but guiding us with love and we would surrender to him out of love so if you didn't know him please get to know him um, it's with a heavy heart that we've lost a wonderful wonderful soul and um, he'll be dearly missed but we really you know i also i'm actually using this time to connect more deeply with him and regretting the times that I had opportunities to connect with him and I didn't take them. So please do take the opportunity to connect with Maharaj, He's ever-present in his words and his bhajans, pray Krishna.
1: Thank you so much Titi Shakti Mataji for sharing that and as you mentioned bhajan, uh, we're going to take this moment to uh, listen to a bhajan that Bhakti Chara would very regularly sing. Um, I will be sharing my screen in just a second. And it's it's the Gopi Geet bhajan. Many of you will have heard him sing this a lot. Um, I'm hoping Son from the team is able to paste the words up, um,
0: so that those anyone that wants to sing along that uh, can follow the bhajan.
13: Tao katham rita ji
1: So I'd like to in, uh, invite
14: Rasa Bihari Prabhu to speak next. Hi Krishna. <coughs> so I'm going to try and keep it together <coughs> to speak for the Maharaj, about the for five minutes. Um, yeah, when you described at the beginning pioneers of Pandavasana, I think you, You've got me confused with someone else. Uh, I've been surrounded. Those are the pioneers of Panavazana. I, I joined many, many, many years later. Um, but I thought, anyway, let me share some points uh, about His Holiness, Vakitra Swami. And Chitta Mataji actually stole most of the points that I was going to talk about. Thank you very much. So I'll try and come up with some others. Um, I guess I wanted to highlight like, some of the things that I really appreciated about Guru Raj and the things that really I am um, hold dear in my heart. Um, one is that he's totally chased Srila Prabhupada's teachings. He was completely, completely devoted. There was not one ounce of deviation in him um, to the degree to which he would make the his disciples vow to never leave ISKCON. Um, he always pushed that we should should understand Srila Prabhupada's position as our founder Acharya and he's really at the center of ISKCON and you know it's his purity that's going to take us all <clears throat> back eventually. Um, the second point was about him being so personal I, as Jesus Chakti Mataji said and as others have said he was so personal to, to anyone that he met it didn't matter if they were senior or junior whether they were his disciple whether just. And anyone, any random person, even when we went shopping for caravans in, in in Orlando, you know, he's just so unbelievably personal with the person who's selling caravans. He's probably never going to see this person again, but he's just, he took such an interest and care in their life. Um, one of his um, former secretaries was reminding me of, there was a period where a devotee who he'd never, much had never met that person, had no relationship with at all. They were going through some struggles in their spiritual life, and he, and he was hearing what they were going through and he was just like this this devotee he needs some association um and then he invited him to come travel with him for months and he went and traveled with gurumach for months and he'd never met this person he's just this person's in trouble and you know i feel like i can help them and and he and he and he just did that um so that's kind of what it's made it's i i understand all the theory that you know now he's gone he's not restricted by his vapu and we'll have internal relationship with him and the theory is there i guess what i'm struggling with is the personal loss it's not an, it's not a theoretical loss like he was personally involved in all of our lives he was like i moved to hong kong he gave he, he told me we should move to hong kong and then he came he said i'll come and visit you in hong kong and I was like okay sure and he did he came to Hong Kong I mean there's no need to come to Hong Kong <laughs> no reason at all and he, he did that his personal care like I'm my parents are from British Guyana in the West Indies and he 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 found that out about me and he said one day I'll take you to Guyana and he and he did he took me to Guyana and I mean, again he had no reason to go to Guyana in the West Indies and, and we went together so yeah, he's very personal. Um I'm running out of time. So I guess <clears throat> as Chitichakti Mataji said, he was a pioneer, and um, whether it be from boat cruises to starting businesses to opening a temple in 10 months. Um, but he also he was a leader and how he <clears throat> he he described the leader has three qualities. One is Um, he provides the vision, two is he facilitates people and three is he inspires people and when you think about Gurmaj, he did all of those things, even to when he's describing how he needed to go to America, you know, one of the reasons is how can I have my soldiers on the field, I need to be there on the battlefield with them, I can't leave them in the trenches by the by themselves, I need to be there fighting with them, that is what a leader is. So, yeah, anyway, I haven't got enough time, but I'll leave you with one quote that Nishikant shared with me yesterday and I just thought it's apt. This is um, something Guru Maharaj said. Um, Now prove that your surrender to me was not impelled by material motives, but inspired by by love that fills the heart with resolute determination to follow my orders. Do not deceive yourself thinking that I am gone. I instructed you not to trust your senses, so do not trust your senses and think that I am gone. If you love me, then find out where I am. He said that in 1981 (coughs) about the meaning of yaspreja. Anyway, my time is up. Hare Krishna, thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Rasa Bihari Prabhu. I'd like to invite Dhruva Maharaj Prabhu to speak next.
0: Hi Krishna, can you hear me? Yes.
15: Hi Krishna, my sincere apologies. I'm on the Saturday night Harinam. So forgive me if the noise from the background. I think a lot's been said about Guru Maharaj. And uh, a key theme we all know, how much Guru Maharaj loved us so. The first time I ever met him, you know, here as a leader when you're so compassionate and so loving, that shows just such tremendous power in oneself, you know, it's very rare to see. Uh, Bhakti Theta Marjai says, love is a verb, it's a doing word. And Guru Maharaj, especially in the early days of Pandavasena, he gave us so much time. He used to fly here at least four or five times a year. And even when uh, myself, Sandy Pandina Krishna, Navin Krishna, uh, certain authorities they didn't like us being so close or spent taking all the time they kept saying we're taking all of mahdi's time but gurumaj was I, is adamant that we have an open license He's very loving and compassionate he said anytime i'm in london you're welcome to come it doesn't matter whose house it is also says Neela money made the point Gurmajai said if something's gonna happen it's gonna happen from the youth that's why he gave a lot of time to us when every I think most people know, I had a brief spell of being chairman of Pandava Center for about six, seven months, I think it was, and uh, we I didn't do a good job, but we won't go down those roads. But and you can become very despondent when you feel like you haven't really done a good job out of a service you're in charge of. But Gurumach was always encouraging me, and he was saying that don't give up, carry on with your Krishna content, take responsibility in other services, etc. I remember when we went to Germany and Guru Mahaj was teaching us how to cook. He's such an expert cook, had been trained by Prabhupada. And it was so nice how Guru Mahaj, as everybody said, so personal. And he'll take us and show us how to cook, especially pizzas. And um, I went to Australia and Fiji with Guru Mahaj, And he would speak about Bhuta Bhavan and Sandy Pang Krishna. He would say, I'm going to bring them here to Australia and Fiji to inspire you all in the youth. That's how much, Guru Mahj never forgot us here in London. Wherever he we went in the world, and I saw him in South Africa as well, he'd always be like Pandava Senna's, you know? And uh, once we're in South Africa, myself, Sandy Pan Krishna, Naveen Krishna, and me and Navin Krishna were playing pool. And then we sort of thought, let's put the cues away when Guru Mahj comes. But he caught us and he started playing pool with us. And in the beginning, we have to let our Guru win, obviously. But then Guru Mahaj was so good at it. He's expert at everything. He was beating us. And he still kept saying to us, you're still letting me win. There's also the time when you see Guru Mahaj's energy levels. I was staying sometimes with him. And about one o'clock in the morning, he would, he would be playing the harmonium, practicing and singing. And i will be trying to sleep. And then in the day once, this was during when Tamal Krishnamarj passed away. we It was an intense time, Guru Mahaj, and he was making a magazine on Tamal Krishnamarj. So three, four days, we were with Guru Mahaj, myself, Nabin Krishna, Sanjeev, I think Dev Rishi was there as well. And we were all really, really whack. So Guru Mahaj said he's going up to take rest. We all were just knocked out. We all just knocked out. And then... Uh, it was dinner time. Guru Manj was up before us. We thought we had got away with it. He said, how are you all feeling? He said, I saw you a few hours ago, all whacked out. I couldn't believe it. Guru Maharaj's energy is how, you know, he's up at one o'clock in the morning. He's on emails. He's so loving, so personal. Also with Shruti Dharma Prabhu. When Shruti Dharma Prabhu in the last few weeks, when I was serving Shruti Prabhu, he had mentioned Bhakti Charo Manj has been such a wonderful friend to me. And guide, you know, for many, many years, he took care of Shruti Dharma Prabhu and was a wonderful friend. And we know how much Shruti Dhamma Prabhu has done for all of us in Pandava Sena, Bhaktivedanta Manana. He's been the backbone. Also, Mother Kalangana called him the perfect gentleman. But Anyway, there's so much I could say about Bhakti Chowmaj, but he, he loves all of us so much. It's so profound. And let's all look after each other, love each other, and keep Mahaj's memory alive. Thank you so, so much. Hare Krishna.
1: Thank you so much, Dhruva Maharaj Prabhu. I'd like to invite Nima Mataji to speak
0: next.
16: Oh, Hi, hey, Bo. Hi, hey, Krishna. Hi, hey, Krishna. Um, my obeisances, all glories to the all glories to His Holiness, Bhakti Chikharu Swami. Um, <laughs> as you may have seen in the comments, it's been so nectarian seeing everybody sharing such beautiful realizations and memories, um, and many of them have been said, the things that I was thinking of saying. Um, But one thing I will reiterate from that is Maharaj being super accessible. Um, He was always there for us from the beginning, even when we didn't know who a sannyasi was, what a sannyasi was, and I'm talking about 15-year-old me um you know we knew there was you know, somebody holy and we offer respect but he was always there and he gave us the time of day even those who of us who were a little bit raw and rugged um and that continued until now um you know even 10 years ago when my own spiritual master told me that he couldn't initiate me at that point um sent me to bhakti charu swami because he believed uh, rightly so that he would be the most perfect person um and Maharaj actually accepted me, um, but then defeated Jayadwaita Swami to accept me too. So I feel wholly grateful. Um, but I won't speak much more of myself. Um, I, I need to share this poem, um, these verses that Prajimna um, has been up all night actually uh, listening to the new, the new, uh, the Guravasta which was just released last night by Nadia Mani. Um, so he has had no sleep, but he's been writing and I just wanted to share it with you. Um, and I hope he doesn't mind. O oh master, my shelter, whirling in this existence of death, scorched and burnt, taking my breath, benediction cloud from above, pause, to douse my burden of many scores. Reverence unto you, O oh master, at your feet I sit, my shelter. The grace of Mahaprabhu you share, Krishna's time, a glorification, a prayer. Immersed in love of this holy name, you dance, cry, and teach his fame. Reverence unto you, O Master, at your feet I sit, my shelter. Your dawn call invites us to bow, service to Radha Krishna we vow, to adorn, offer cuisine and clean, their care for which you made us keen. Reverence unto you, O Master, at your feet I sit, my shelter. Foretaste taste brought for them to dine, their mercy served beyond the shrine. To render you much happiness and joy, we partake to purify with your loving ploy. Reverence unto you, O Master, at your feet I sit, my shelter. Radha Madhava, your life and soul, Absorbed in their realm you stroll. Your words illuminate their glory. Their name, quality, form, their story. Reverence unto you, O Master. At your feet I sit my shelter. For the divine lovers play your verve. Expert attention you give and serve. Amidst the gopis of the sacred land, you're so dear, your offering so grand. Reverence unto you. O oh, Master, at your feet I sit, my shelter. O oh, Master, O oh, all glory, O oh, dearest Vaishnava, we honor you as much as Sri Radha Madhava. Verses and nob- noble guides sing this truth of the confidant of that eternal youth. Reverence unto you, O oh, Master, at your feet I sit, my shelter. O oh, Master, your mercy and your grace, Brings me to Krishna to see His face. Without you, I remain lame, bereft, alone, forever to praise, and live as you have shown. Reverence unto you, O Master. At your feet I sit, my shelter, your servant, Pradyumna Das. Hi, Krishna. Thank you so
1: much. That was so beautiful. Um, I've been asked to read this out for our final speaker. So our final speaker has asked me that I read this out. It is said, you should always behave like your spiritual master is around. So this person has tried to be as cheeky as he could in Gurudev's presence. So in that cheeky and comedic spirit, he's come to Naveen Krishna Prabhu's home and has gatecrashed to see if he will be compassionate enough to speak, either alone or as a bad second place with him. So I'd like to invite Sandipan Krishna Prabhu to speak alongside Naveen Krishna Prabhu, too.
17: So uh, I'll share what he said to me. <laughs> he said uh, he opened with USAP, which is actually quite accurate. Um, so, hi, Krishna, everybody. Thank you uh, to everybody. It's wonderful to see everyone here. Uh, Srirad Raman Prabhu it's been so long lovely to see you and uh, you know as I saw your illustrious self I thought of some of the things that Guru Maharaj said so I'm going to return to that
8: might be missing you <laughs>
17: um, but you know I've heard all week that you know people were really looking forward to Naveen Prabhu speaking and uh, I'm sure he'll kill me or throw me off the balcony in a minute but um, I'll give him a few minutes to prepare um, I'll say my little one for now. Um, I've really struggled um, in this last fortnight and uh, I probably wouldn't have got through anything that I would say now. So uh, Sharma Kumari sent me um, one of my diaries from back when I was in Toronto and I couldn't actually believe that I'd written it. Um, maybe because I was more surrendered then. So I thought I'd share that with you. Um, So I wrote this to Guru Maharaj. I said, Guru Gurudev, please accept my humble obeisances, all glorious to Srila Prabhupada. And then I wrote in speech marks, yes, this is what I want, and this is what Krishna wants. The emphatic answer to my question What a way to start the day. It was 3 a.m. I was, as usual, asleep, but 15 minutes later, my spiritual master turned my world the right way up in his service. This answer wrapped in sweet transcendental potency provides courage. I'm used to living with a loving family. And if not at home, I'm with you. And I lived in the shade of your loving smile. I woke up in Canada to an empty apartment, it was quiet and when the day had been long and hard, I wished for some association. It is in times like these that your statement of yes, this is what I want and this is what Krishna wants, would give me hope. The grimace would turn to a coy smile, broken spirits would be renewed and tears wiped. As I lived alone, I tried to adapt. I listened to Srila Prabhupada chanting. I listened to His Holiness Radhanath Swami while I cooked. And I listened to His Holiness Bhakti Govinda Swami while I slept. Cooking for one still remains a challenge, but waking to the holy name is soothing. Cooking to classes is enriching and enlivening and chanting with Srila Prabhupada helps. Living your instruction from moment to moment has lovingly brought me closer to your lotus feet. When the mind doubts or when I fall into my own Maya, I watch and listen to reminders of the great devotees in our prestigious lineage and try and remember their courage and levels of surrender and sacrifice. It is a very humbling and inspiring experience. To this day, I still haven't understood why you trusted me of all people to go in what was a desperate situation I am very indebted to the level of trust and love you have shown me, a genuinely unqualified fall, but certainly a blessed fall. There have been instances of despair, joy, devastation, hope, and repeated Krishna miracles. And I have never clung so tightly to your lotus feet and prayed, my dearest Lord, please let me please my spiritual master, whatever the result. Sri Krishna has removed me from my family, friends in an environment which is familiar and return the wonderful Lord gifted me with the spiritual jewels of learning to love and embrace the lotus feet of my spiritual master where I am never alone in your service with love. His Grace Naveen Krishna for all.
18: so firstly uh, thank you to Shirada Rabro for instigating this um, it was a very nice idea um, I've been listening since uh, since the start um, it's really wonderful to hear everyone speak their memories um, I don't think I'll, I'll I'll recall any of the personal um, memories I have of Guru Maharaj, just because, um, yeah, so uh, I think one thing I would like to say is that before before it was almost uh, fashionable to emphasize Śrīla Prabhupāda's position within ISKCON, um, there was a time when Śrīla Prabhupāda's position in ISKCON was actually being eclipsed um, by uh, a movement away from Śrīla Prabhupāda being at the center of Iskon, And um, the one, th- the, well, many things, but one thing that I'd like to share today is that um, something that Guru Mahāj did, which uh, I think in many ways uh, saved ISKCON, was that he brought Iskon back to focus on shila Prabhupāda. And he did it at a time when many People were upset with him trying to do that. He did it at a time when there was uh, opposition in different forms, some gross, some subtle. Um, But he was undeterred because his life had always been dedicated to Srila Prabhupada. He didn't know anything other than Srila Prabhupada. And um, he made it a point. And I remember one of my Vyaspuja offerings to him was, I felt that, one of the greatest gifts that he'd given me was he'd given me faith in Śrīla Prabhupāda um, in 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 a way which I don't think I that yeah I don't think I could have received otherwise um, had he not done that um, it was so profound his faith in Śrīla Prabhupāda and I, I I I don't say it um, flippantly that I do feel he saved this in that sense because I think had Iskon gone down the route uh, and the path that it was seemingly going down, um, it would have been tragic. And I think um, uh, one point that, sh- uh, that Guru Maharaj would constantly emphasise um, to his, not just his disciples, but in classes and in initiations and in, in so many other forums, um, was that Śrīla Prabhupāda is the preeminent Shiksha Guru of ISKCON and all the devotees within Iskon forever. Um, other, others may come and give class and write books and do many, do many wonderful things. Um, but Shila Prabhupāda is a center and, and by keeping our focus on Śrīla Prabhupāda, he would explain that that's how we can retain the unity within Iskon. Otherwise, uh, Iskon will become fact, factious, it will, it, will, it will split and splinter because everybody will be focused on their own spiritual masters. Uh, and there's a natural human conditioning which you know, drives us in, a, in, in that way because it's based on our own false ego. Um, but he would, he would emphasize this need um, for us to focus always on Srila Prabhupada. And I think, in, in my eyes, uh, that, that was uh, a, a truly profound contribution, which I don't think even today has been fully recognized, um, but I think in time it will be. And um, yeah, I'll stop there. Thank you. Hare Krishna.
8: Can I just respond to Naveen Krishna please? Sure. my hum- My humble request, today is actually Shivaratri, the Shravan Shivaratri. My humble request is to keep Bhakti Chahaswami alive amongst all of us. We should make it mandatory that once a year we should do this program every year. That's my
1: humble request. Thank you, hopefully we can, uh, hope, we pray that we can, even if it's a small group of us for sure. Um, so I'd like to invite now Radhika Ranjan Prabhu to close off this uh, lovely uh, li- uh, lovely memorials uh, that we've put together. Thank you so much again Sri Radha Raman Prabhu and all those others that have, and Sandman Krishna Prabhu also for uh, doing the <laughs> doing what you did. Um, really appreciated it. But also thank you to everyone that spoke um throughout the uh throughout this evening. It really meant a lot to those that may have not spent so much time with Bhakti Charamraj. Um it's an insight to what he was like and all the lovely qualities that he showed constantly. Um so uh without further ado, Radhika Ranjan Prabhu, if you are there.
8: Hi Krishna. Can you hear me?
1: Yep.
8: Then we can chant and uh, Sula Prabhupada's pronouns together.
13: Nama Om Vishnu Balaya Krishna Prasaya Oh, no.
1: Thank you so much Radhika Ranjan Prabhu, thank you everyone that has spoken today Um, it's been really inspiring and very very uh, very sweet to hear all of these different memories Um, I'm sorry to anyone that wasn't able to speak Uh, we had very limited time but I'm sure in any Sangha that you're part of or within any um, groups of association of devotees I'm sure they'd love to hear all the things that you may want to share So don't stop sharing. That's how we keep remembering Bhakti Charamaraj by uh, speaking of those elevated devotees with other devotees. Uh, Thank you all for joining today. Um, On behalf of Pandavasena, thank you
0: so much. And we hope to connect with you all very soon. Hare Krishna.